everyone, welcome to Being Better with IP, or as my friends here would call me, Ife, just anyone is fine. It's nice to have you here. I hope you've listened to the other episodes. I am here with some guests. I'm here with Naomi, Lemuel, Karen. Nice to have you guys here. Thank nice you. to be here. Nice to be here. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to be talking about growing up. Um, lessons we've learned growing up. Okay, I'm going to start with you, Naomi. Give me a little backstory of how your childhood was. Well, I grew up in a religious family. Okay, religious is not the word. Um, a Christian family. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, everything you had to do was based on being Christ-like. I don't go too deep. Anyways, so my childhood was very beautiful, to be honest. Like okay. when people talk about all these things where they were molested or something that happened when they were growing up. You know, I didn't have that experience and I went to good schools. I mean, basically my mom ensured we went to good schools. I went to British school, went to Federal Government College in Ogo, I don't know, for Unitate. And I went to Unisic, okay. like one of the best, you know, universities. So I had a very nice childhood. childhood. Okay. Background. When yeah. you said Christian home, I, I thought you were going to say you grew up in a strict household and maybe you didn't like it, but you oh. said you had those. It sounds it sounds a little bit contradictory. Okay, so yeah, like Christian home is my mom. She's not the strict kind of person. Okay. So Christian home is she lets you air your views. Okay. So um, I'm narrative. like I had a single parent. We are very close. Like the three of us, so it's that point where I can even literally tell I have a boyfriend. Oh, awesome! Yeah, good so for like you. She's, <laughs> she's that kind of person that you can literally tell anything, and okay. she wouldn't judge you. She doesn't have that judgmental okay. mindset. She's going to hear you and give you her open. She wouldn't tell you, "Oh, when I was growing up, this will happen, this will happen," and you learn from it. But at the end of the day, she's going to like tell you what to do, like give you the basic moral. Okay. support and all that so it's not like you're telling her I have a boyfriend she's like oh go and have whatever she's going to I mean she's an open-minded person yeah basically so, yeah. yeah okay Lemo mm-hmm. how was your childhood so you look like it's going to be very deep <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say mine was kind of eventful and fun okay Did, when I was young I didn't have much like I had school games and I just loved cars. That was all that I had to do in my life. So it depends on which part of my life. If it's the beginning part, is that. But then you have this from 13 to 18 part where mm. you're trying to adjust from GS3 to S3. So you're trying to now decide what direction you want to head. Thank God I was kind of protected not to encounter some things that might have pushed me somewhere. So for example, at GS3, SS1, SS2. You know, that's when you want to join the cool guys, you have to be a certain way. So at that point, me, I'm still trying to adjust to have a strong mind to say, this is the direction I'm going to, and that's what I'm heading. It was until SS3, I think I remember the day, and I said, enough, let me just move this direction. So from then on, I grounded myself on certain things. In my family, we had Christian background, and that played played a particular role. I won't say it was strict, it was kind of a balance. My dad is, it's kind of funny, he's the one that brings the structure. But when it comes to decisions, he's very free-minded at 
point in my life when I want to make a decision, you will like you can decide what you want to do. It may give you this way I think, but then if you think this is what you want to do, but this is what I see you should do. That's just it. When I was younger, there was a time I mistakenly broke my sister's hand. I was playing with my brother and then younger sister. People that knew me just to me and liked wrestling. So I was chasing my brother and sister playing. My brother ran out to my sister. Unfortunately, I don't know why she did it, but instead of running out of the house, she ran into my room. Playfully, I carried her and tried to the bed. Unfortunately, she landed on her hand. Her hand actually cracked, but she didn't feel it. It was like a, they call it green fracture. It's not like you won't see it. But I felt that something had happened. So I said, come, let me check your hand. When I saw something happen, she did not know what happened. Me, I was crying. Oh. So, so you gave up your love for the wrestling. No, no. So no, no, let me tell the story. I was crying because I knew I was in soup. Oh. <laughs> I was in soup. Okay. So I said, what will I do now? You need to get out to the hospital. I called my mom first so that she would call the dad and then we'll go. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then when my dad came back, he did something that confused me. I didn't prepared for the of your life. But he didn't do anything. Mm. Then the reverse psychology scattered my head. Mm. And that stopped me from playing. I said, I already prepared my mind. Mm. But he didn't do anything. He just said, yeah. Like, even when he was in, he broke, even in sports, when they used to play football, they, that's the normal thing. But then, of course, I should stop playing. That was the last time. I think after then, I stopped playing rough. So that's just a sample of some things I experienced. Your childhood. Yeah. I think we have a picture. Nice. Huh. Karen. Yeah, my childhood was not like theirs per se. Um, we had fun. We had fun. I remember I was going to a lot of parties. But I grew up in a strict um, home. Mm. My somebody like me. <laughs> so different <laughs> my dad and my mom like we come from a very strong catholic um background okay. so I, I know my dad like he just had a lot of um and we're all girls but long as i'm with five girls oh. till i was 14 years old okay. so my dad was very protective of um i grew up hearing boys and girls don't mingle don't do this don't do that my dad beat us eh? mm. <laughs> <laughs> well me i was honestly speaking the very calm child. I think I was oh, okay. the, the most quiet out of all my siblings. Yeah. But I saw him beat the rest of my stubborn siblings mm. a lot. You know? <laughs> so, in fact, it was very bad. At some point, my elder sister, she's married now, she wrote a letter to my dad and she was asking if she's really mm, his, we, his daughter or if she was adopted. <laughs> really? Because like, I think he was just really scared. He didn't want us to go the wrong way yeah. and things like that. So he was very strict. But my mom... My mom tried to make sure her girls were exposed. Like, she wanted us to be able to stand in the midst of people and talk confidently. So I was very introverted as a child. I was that child who would say she wanted to stay at home when they were going out. When everybody was going out, I would say, please, can I stay at home? But my mom would force me. She forced me to do so many things. Like, she really wanted us to be out there. So, when we go for parties and they say, Oh, come out to this, she will push you to go out yeah. and play that game if you don't want to play. Mm-hmm. And at first, like that period, I just felt like, Ah, I don't have my own life. These people, but I'm grateful because today I can stand anywhere yeah. and say anything. Plus, I didn't know then. I mean, I knew I liked music, I liked to dance. I just didn't know then that I was going to really want to do something with it in my life. Yeah. But I can see how it's even helping me today because yeah. I'm fighting through whatever fears I have and I'm doing it regardless, you get. So, yeah, um, I had a very beautiful relationship with my sisters. All the works, the fighting, the playing, the everything. Yeah. But, yeah, we were 
were a close-knit um, group of sisters. And then my brothers came later. I was already a teenager when my brothers came. They're twins. So yeah, that's kind of like how my childhood was. That sounds like it turned out well eventually. Yeah. Um, so I, re- I realized that most of my sisters were not as close to my parents at all. Oh. And then when they grew older, they became closer to my parents. Like now I think that sister who was asking if she was adopted, she's yeah. like my parents' best friend. I'm oh. like, how? I think I'm still getting there. Like I'm still getting to the point where I'm very close to my parents. Like very comfortable with them. Like to gist with them. I can't tell. I can't tell my parents everything. Or like um, Naomi, mm-hmm. but like in my head, I just want to provide for them. I just want to make sure they're happy and settled. Yeah. But when it comes to that talky relationship, like you just stay and um, tell them anything. I I think I'm still getting there. My sisters have gotten there, but I'm oh. still getting there. So mm-hmm. yeah. That's- that's a bit strange because <laughs> you think you would be the best friend. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm. So would you say, Naomi, that your childhood plays a big role in your character now, your relationship with people yeah. right now? Yeah. Um, I always say that parenting is like a school. It's, it's not something you can learn from someone. It's something that you develop yourself and... You can't copy someone's way of parenting. In my childhood and the way my mom parented us, she used her own method and let's just say God helped her mm. because you can't just really do it on your own. You might probably be strict, you might probably be okay, open-minded, but your children will still go astray, however. Mm. So um, the points where she's prayerful is has really helped me a lot. Like, she's pray- she prays for everything. So she believes in seed sowing, like prayer, so even if she has done her own work, she feels that God still has a huge part that's to play. So as much as I don't want to sound so religious, but mm. that's that's majorly what has helped me in my childhood. Mm. I know that um, if I wanted to go astray, mm. it's not even because of my mom was open-minded or whatever. Yeah, I shall know that it's God. What she was praying in her closet has played a huge role in my life. Okay. So there are some certain things I know I want to do and she literally can't do anything about it. I mean she's not here she's not here with me now. Yeah. Right? But like because of the way you were brought up. The way I was brought up, the background and I know that even personally for me, that inbuilt I just can't do it mm. personally. So So is it prayer, safe to say yeah. that you would you plan to raise if you want to have children, you plan to raise your children the way you Mom yes. okay. I would and okay. somehow somehow still have other things to add up to it because I won't say she's perfect mm. right so there are still other things that will come to play because I'm on the generation that is coming now I don't know <laughs> Jen- I can't lie <laughs> I'm not like, Jen- I don't know thank you I was about to say are you not it's great to I'm even scared how my children are going to ask probably I'm saying do this and yes. it's like giving but God yeah. God God okay Lemo so, same question. Yeah, I think it's similar. That's um, values part. Because apart from saying, do this, do that, as you begin to get those values, you now know why. So, I can say, okay, like we were discussing before, I won't take soft drink tomorrow. So, if someone brings soft drink to me, if I don't even have any strong moral reason and it's tempting, I can actually drink it. Mm. Right? But if I have one other thing and I have a strong ground in why, then whether someone is watching or not, you can do that. And it, ha- it happens for, I think mean, it applies to like raising children too. That is pray- being prayerful because mm-hmm. you can do your own and then yeah. you have more that you can handle. So you're going to 
raise your children the way your parents raised you? Me, I'm, I believe in uh, reading and learning a lot because I feel in our generation we prepare for a lot of things, but for some reason, few people prepare for parenting and marriage. So, like, we just feel like when you go there, because you're there, you're qualified. Mm. Like, many other things, you enter, you prepare, then you enter. Mm. So, there are books on parenting. Yeah. Yes. So, so you want to still build yourself to do better. Yes, because sometimes you might forget how it is to be a child. Yeah. Just like the best, because I'm teaching, the best person to teach you something is someone that just understood it. Because they will just explain how they got to where they understood. Mm. But a professor that has been here for 10 years will just give you. And then you expect you to solve everything. So if you can understand how a child thinks and then just come in, guys, mm-hmm. you can know how to, it's wisdom. Oh, okay. Oh, so yeah. it's tailor me. Yeah, I was going to say that um, I would change something. Okay. Definitely. I like um, certain things about the way my parents raised us. Mm-hmm. So many values were instilled. Um, there's a lot that, like they both said, I cannot do. But I also think what I would add is just maybe teaching my children, changing the source of that, because I realized that my parents' source came from fear. Mm. And that fear was translated to us. Mm. So it's like, I didn't understand why we would go to church every day for the longest time. Mm. I didn't understand why it was so tiring. Wake up by six. Why couldn't I just go for evening mass? Mm. You know, why did I have to go for 6 a.m. morning mass? Why did we have to pray the rosary every day? I just wished that they had shown us taught us that let's try to love Jesus, you know. Mm, I, I yeah. wish they had, sh- they had, I mean, they tried, but they told us, like, we had no choice. We were yeah. their children, we do this. In school, in university, I found Jesus for myself. Before I was worshipping because I thought it was what I was supposed to do. Mm. You understand? It wasn't what I wanted to do, but I personally now got on that journey. So this is what I would change, basically, just because my parents were so scared that their children would be wayward. What would people yeah. say? Oh, ultimate goal is heaven, yeah. Mm. I just want to maybe change that source, give yeah. the same values, but teach my children to genuinely love yeah. Jesus Christ and let every other thing flow from there, you mm. understand? Yeah. So that's that's basically what oh, okay. okay. So let's talk friendships mm. now. Right now, how's it for you? <laughs> In fact, let's make it support systems generally. Oh my God. Like what what would you say has been your support system all this while? What has been carrying you through hmm. this question is, is vast. <laughs> As an adult, what yeah. works for you? Yeah. It's 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 good. Mm. To be honest, um, friendships. I am this kind of person that I make friends. Once I come to a certain place, I'll make a friend that will probably support and be with me in that that period of time. Mm. And then when I go to another place, like transition, I'll make another set of friends. Out of sight, <laughs> out of oh mind. And, and, and I'm, I'm shaking telling you. <laughs> to be honest, I'm being very honest. Like, I tr- I try so hard <laughs> to, like, keep up. and But my keeping up is not keeping up enough. <laughs> because I don't know why. But, like, um, some certain people have taught me what friendship is. Um, let's say, let me call her name. Vanessa has actually taught me what friendship is. Like, when I became friends with her, I just saw a different way of being a friend because I just thought friendship was oh, just in me through this process and, and then, you know, I switch. 
but I don't do it on purpose. But she had to like sit me down and tell me that friendship is really not what you're doing. Like you have to be intentional. You have to be purposeful about your friendship. Yeah. And you can't just call everybody your friend. Everybody's not your friend. You need to know when to differentiate an acquaintance and a friend. Mm-hmm. So like since I became friends with her, I saw a different perspective to friendship. And she's someone that is already a sister. Like I can literally tell anything and all that. So I also tell her stuff and, you know, relate. And other people who I, I now see as close, not as just friends anymore. But like now I know that, oh, these are my friends. These are people I can talk to. Mm-hmm. And also God I called his name first. I although he said keep going so back to him yeah. and all that. Like as much as you drift away sometimes, but he's literally my support system. And my mom, my mom, she's, she's 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 basically my support system. I can literally call her at any point. And one thing about my mom is sometimes when I'm talking to her or I'm telling her something, I feel like she's going to be indifferent about because she's my mom. But at that point, I tell her, okay, don't, we are not, we are friends now. And I'm, I'm telling you this thing as a friend. Can you advise or pray about, about it as a friend? Tell you, she'll advise you as a friend. And I don't know how she does it, how she separates the mother from the friend. <laughs> this thing, but she's both my mom and my friend. So I can literally call her and tell her, okay, you're not my mom now. You're my friend now. Yeah. I need your support in this situation. And she just does the best she can. And yeah. I'm really grateful for her for that. So these are you support know, systems. Support systems. And other friends too. No. Let me well. Although once once the you know, come with hard. No, you guys, you guys, you guys don't take it personal. But like but like, yeah. She didn't even call my name. <laughs> You're the, you're no, the like person. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. <laughs> uh, okay. Lemon. <clears throat> From secondary school, I started putting a very serious emphasis on friends. They influence you in, in very serious ways, whether I like it or not, because I have like different circles. So as a guy, I can easily talk to any set of guys. Uh-huh. So irrespective of their background. Mm-hmm. But I won't mind and with all of them. Mm-hmm. So like even you know, I can laugh with a lot of guys. I always say maybe because this guy is this setting. I, I can I can be my roommates we laugh. But then we ourselves will know that there's a place the line crosses. So and I have certain people that I roll with. Like I know you know Timothy. Timothy yeah. has been with me since uni. So you have Timothy and then you have some other guys like Paul. Now I'm talking about friends that guys mostly then you have yeah. ladies. Before you jump to the ladies Sorry, I'm always curious about guys because it seems to me that you guys have a lot of shallow friendship. You just like, you know, football, mm. what else? All those gang stuff, you That's know, like just vibes. Yeah. You just vibe over, maybe go for drinks and just talk yeah. stuff and stuff. Do you, do you really have those deep conversations? Like, are they really your support system or just people to distract you when you're having problems? This is very important because, like, me and Paul, we discuss on men and general. So, ladies' friendship is often kind of different from guys' friendship. So, there are some things ladies speak to each other about that guys are like, it seems deep. <laughs> Maybe some guys talk to each other about anything, but then guys must be very careful on who... I mean, let's say they're defensive. They're very careful on who they share certain things with to be protective of future ammunition. A lady sorts out certain things by talking about it. Mm. Guys, 
Talking about it is a problem. Like, bringing up a topic is as bad as a topic because you're thinking about it. So sometimes you don't want to talk about it. So, so that's now, this now forms when you hear a lady and a guy. Lady like, let's talk about this. And the guy like, I don't want to talk about this. That's how the lady sort her stuff out. So now I have two lady friends. They sort themselves out by sharing problems. I have this problem. A guy, as I meet another guy, all my problems go. We're talking about football. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm talking about. You get, you it's get. Not deep. I, like, you not, not, it's not that the friendship is not deep. It's just yeah. the way guys meet each other. Let's, like, all the problems mm. go out. We're talking I'm about football now. Yeah. So, let's enjoy this football. I'm not bridging my problems to hang over you. Mm. If he's coming out of my hand, then I'll have him be a certain guy and say, guy, this is what's happening to me. Can I assist the enemy in your support? Mm. But not that I just meet you any day and I'll pour my weight on you. Okay. So that's just guys. So guys are close, but that's how guy friendship are. Yeah, I apologize to all my guy friends for <laughs> nagging them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one that is ever really understand when you're talking plenty. They're like, <laughs> and that's sometimes they go straight to the point. Like, what's the problem? Yeah, what's the problem? Like, you just want to solve the problem. So the guy has to consciously say, "Let me just listen," okay. and it's excruciating, painful. Oh. It's, 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 <laughs> It's painful. It's painful. It's painful to listen when you can just say the problem in it's one minute. Yeah. But you have to consciously say. <laughs> if you, <laughs> you notice that, you have to consciously say. Let me, let me just listen. You're going out of your way. Okay. All right. Not taking. Points noted. Okay. So you were about to talk about your supportive lady, lady friends. Yes. Yeah, so it's similar to the guys. But I don't know, for some reason, I somehow am more careful with guys because... Guys are weak. No, guys. Oh. Because for some reason, I don't know. Or maybe I just don't find myself around wayward girls. So there's no, there's no option for that. Mm. But guys, because I'm friendly with a lot of guys, that is different kind of guys. So I have to now really see. But lady, if I just see certain things, you don't have a chance. Like, I don't want to go into friendship. So I don't really have that problem. Okay. So most times, if I'm friendly with a lady, I'm really scrutinized and... Seed, so okay. that's it. Think well, aside from that, if it's a lady, except a condition brings us together, like we're in the same place and we have to not be friends. Mm. Yeah, but aside from that, if I'm to go out of my way mm. to be your friend, then I see certain values. Yeah. Okay, true. That's, so, that's apart it. from, did you mention God? Yeah. I mean, I don't know why I, did. I think. No, I feel that was like different. I'm not, not judging like, you. No, no, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> feeling. I'm just explaining. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I felt like that is the. That's that's the. I don't even know how I got to feel about it. Okay, so God and friendship, your support system. Your friendship and family, of course. Yeah, family. Yes. Okay. My difference with me and family is I don't really talk or speak on deep things with my family. I don't know. Mm. That's an interesting thing. Just, I think the thing with family is what's the support system about them. Is that is their presence? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's no it. matter what yes, they are yes, there. Yes. When you when you run into deep issues, maybe prison, no, hopefully not you, <laughs> or sickness or anything. Yes, they are hundred percent. So I think it's just their presence, the um, constancy of their presence. I hope that's a word. I'm not saying yes, like that's the support. The assurance is almost. I think mm, not providing it because it kind of represents a part of him that mm. day or night is there. Yeah. So that's kind of what he mm. brought on. So that's okay. Yeah. Be caring. <laughs> that's an name on IG, by the way. Yeah. So um, for me, you know, after I point in my life, it was God. Um, but for a long time, I think I depended on my friends for okay. my support system. But not just my friends. I remember having, like, just I think for me, if I come to a point where 
my energy vibes with your energy and I'd love I would probably always love you mm-hmm. you know and I would always seek you out yeah. like no matter what um, so I remember growing up um, I had two male friends who were that for me um like they were older, they were our family friends, but they okay. were like my big brothers. I didn't grow up with big brothers or anything. Okay. So I remember that, oh, you know, in certain situations when, when I was like maybe overly emotional or um, something had happened or I felt like life was spiraling, teenage mm. life crisis or things like that. I remember they were the only two people that could really calm me down yeah. then. And then I had my best friends in secondary school. Um, my best, one of my best friends from secondary school, Chisum, she's still my best friend today. Oh. Um, then I met... She's here by the Yeah, she's here by the <laughs> <laughs> And then um, I met Vanessa. Vanessa was actually my roommate. The same Vanessa now I'm talking about. Um, okay. She's my roommate in Zesty. And we started off just because Vanessa is a very interesting person. I'll mm-hmm. leave it at that. We started off just being <laughs> like roommates. I, 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 it takes sometimes, especially if I'm put in the same space with people. No, let me rephrase. In the past, mm-hmm. right, especially if I was put in the same space with people, it could take mm-hmm. me time to adjust. Like, I'm that kind of person who could take time. You know, I, I hear some people say, oh, they can't live with anybody, they can't fight with anybody. I wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it took me time to really adjust to her. She was also that kind of person who, like, she learned about the years this friendship thing you're talking about, trust me, because she was that kind of person too who it took her time to actually be friends with somebody. But then we were in the same room together for like three years, and before I knew it, I realized, oh my god, I love this person. Yeah. And so we became best friends. She some joined us, she had her own room, but she'd always be in the same room with us. You know, so yeah. we were like, you know, sort of like best friends after yeah. a while. So honestly, till today, they are a huge part of my support system. Mm-hmm. Like, I can talk to them about anything and likewise and i'm very grateful for for them because they've also like taught me what it means to just trust god you know so it's like i'm very particular about people i let close because i need i needed to align with my goals and dreams for myself i needed to align with what god wants for me to you know and they remind me of that a lot so they have my support system today Music has always been, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's right to say support system, but music yeah. has been my outlet since I was a child. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if something happens to me, I most likely would write a song. If I was happy, I, I most likely would express true music. If I felt like I had feelings for a guy, music. If I was grieving, music, yeah. you know. And then over the years, God has also blessed me with some very amazing people in my life. I know a lot of people, but I don't have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of friends, but the friends that I do have, they are very amazing. I mean, they're in this room right now mm. talking to you too. Um, and I realized, unlike Naomi, <laughs> my issue with friendship is that I usually don't know how to move on. Mm. Yeah, it's very difficult for me. Like, some of my best friends to today were friends I made in secondary school. Like, I, I would meet people, I, I would socialize and things like that. But in my head, it's like, these people know me. They know, know, know me. You get So I can still you know I, I would open up to people if i feel my energy is right with you mm. god knows that yeah i would let you in but i don't know how to really let people i meet in my adult life in yeah. like i let people from my past in yeah. so um so that's me and then like we said about family um i don't tell my family personal stuff no <laughs> that's not me that's never been me but recently um my younger sister and i we started talking not recently like today but like in the past couple of years yeah. We came closer. We actually talk about personal things. Like, we just... It wasn't always like that with us. We're always the two siblings that had a love-hate relationship <laughs> oh, with each other. But, <laughs> but now that. it's like, there's so much more understanding, yeah. so much more rapport and things like that. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. 